Welcome to Two Girls Who Read. <laughs> Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast. This is a really weird episode. Well, should we just... Ew. A single thing of this. This is no, no. This is unedited. Okay. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm Lily. Welcome to Two Girls Who Read a Podcast. And today, this is when we're talking about anything book related at all. Well, we probably no, will. It'll probably come up. It'll come up. Yeah, it's just it'll, gonna be. Yeah, but here's the dealio, because obviously, for everyone listening, you guys probably aren't really aware of me and Olivia's process that we have to go through to film these podcast episodes. Because she lives in Australia and I live in Canada, so it's not that convenient. Yeah. But right now, this is the first episode that we've filmed together. (laughs) I can't even look at you. You can't even look at me. It's the first time we've looked at each other while filming a podcast episode. I haven't looked at you yet. Ready? No. (laughs) So this is the first time we've been in the same... We're literally using one microphone right now to film this episode. We're not going to edit it. Um, we're we're in Nice, France, right now. We're in Europe right now. That's where we've been. That's why there hasn't been episodes in a while. Well, before that, it was just Olivia having a mental breakdown Olivia about her life. A yeah. mental breakdown. We have a Shadow Me podcast somewhere, which we will. I will. It put will. That up, up. But it's because here's what happened to the Shadow Me podcast. Olivia was supposed to edit it, but but then she didn't. <laughs> <Are you> going? <laughs> but then she didn't. No, because in all seriousness. Our life was so stressful to get on this Europe yeah, trip. And the other part is so hard. And the other part about it as well that, because you might be wondering what is, I mean, obviously it's stressful to travel, but I'm moving to Australia after this trip. I'm flying back to Australia. <laughs> I can just see everyone who's like, if, if anyone is like staying tuned with the notifications, like, oh my God, new episode. And then they're like, what the F? <laughs> like, they're just like mind blown. <laughs> yes. So I'm actually moving to Australia, back with Olivia. Crazy. I don't. Yeah. I feel like we should explain the significance of this to the new listeners because I mm. I just took a quick squiz at the analytics before for the first time in like a, a month. We haven't been we haven't been up to date. We're sorry. Yeah, sorry. We're really sorry about that. But um, yeah, and there are a lot of new listeners. Are there? There are. Really. Our last episode got like a lot more. We went up. About like ten thousand plays. What? <laughs> I, don't, I literally screamed at you. I was like, "Like!" And then you were like, "What?" I I'm going to the toilet, Olivia. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll kind of explain. Well, of all time, like we got. Yeah. Yeah, but I that's see, a lot. That's, see, a, that's lot. a lot. That's um. So we should probably explain the significance of this. So for those of you who are new, first of all, welcome. Welcome to the thing, the fam. Ew. Okay. Okay. Don't say that. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> um. But basically, we've been doing this podcast for almost two years. Almost two years. Don't look away from the microphone when you're talking. Almost. Sorry. Almost two. Almost years. two years. Um. And yeah. And basically, Lily and I, we've kind of explained in some other episodes, so we'll just kind of be brief for those of you who have been here for a while and you know the story. If you want to know more about the story, there is an episode called "How We Met." I think. Oh, yeah, it From is. Way back it's when. like a Q&A. How we met. The whole story's explained. Yeah, back when people cared about us enough to ask us questions. But yeah. anyways, um, so basically Lily and I, like, we met over book talk because originally 
the 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 shtick of our podcast was that we were two book talkers yes. who talked about books. That was where our qualifications came <laughs> from to talk about books. Now neither of us are book talkers. Now neither of us are really book talkers. But this stuck for some reason. <laughs> this... Yeah, but this stuck and yeah, we made the podcast cuz like we got along online and then I was just like, Lily, what's that a podcast with me? And then, yeah. miracu- for whatever reason, she said yes. And then about two months later, you know what she said to me? Lily, do you want to move to Australia <laughs> and move in with me? And for some reason, I was like, that sounds like a phenomenal idea. Yeah, you were really weird for I that one. Like, you were just so yeah. weird and quirky there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just really weird because you can arguably say that I mean, we got along and we talked, but we didn't have a reason to interact consistently until the podcast. And we didn't have a reason to keep doing the podcast if it wasn't for people listening. So So you guys listening, I guess, is weirdly the reason that I'm in Europe right now. I mean, I'm here too. Yes, that we're in Europe right now and I'm moving to Australia. You're moving to Australia. That's crazy. So, And also, because I'm going to make it about me, the reason that... Well, we get to live in a pretty sick rental, too. We're going to live together. We're going to live together. So this will be a weekly thing, us making the podcast together. What was it before? Well, oh, like us in like the same room. Like us in the room. same room. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's been really crazy. So we're just going to... Co- I feel like it's just going to be more of a catch-up because <laughs> I feel like we consistently posted, like, every single we week. We were doing so good. We were doing so good for a while. Well, yeah, I, when we, from when we've started, we've been going for about two years, and generally I think we've had less than maybe, like, four months worth of episodes, like, off, dare I say. Oh, less than that. Yeah. Like, we've taken basically one break, and that was, like, a month long, and yeah. then we've kind of been on, like, a month and a half long break right now. Yeah, and so you guys are always very much, like, even if you're not really in the loop about our lives or, like, every single detail of it. I feel like the big things just happen to come up and we're just like, oh, the listeners know. But, yeah, we'll just kind of go through what's been going on. So, first of all, let's go through the different locations. So, our trip is how many locations? It's five. Five five locations in Europe and it's about, it's just under a month long of a trip. Yeah. Um, And so, we started in London that's where we met up. That was the first time I'd ever seen Olivia in person. The first time we met was in London. And talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Was I everything you, you imagined and more? Ew, not the silence. Ew. <laughs> I, I'm trying to say, like, you were exactly what I thought you would be, which I think is exactly what you want. I mean, yeah. Like, at least I wasn't, like, a catfish. You were exactly like a, It was so weird because... So, Olivia's flight got in about four hours before mine did. And keep in mind, she had flown from Australia, so her flight was, like, 26 hours long. And so, she had been, like, in the air for, like, 26 hours. We felt really bad for her. Um, I'm getting, like, PTSD (laughs) just talking about it. It was too much. I was in the air for about 10 hours or so. Yeah, that must have been really hard for you. It was really hard. Thanks for Yeah, you're such a trooper. But because she left so much earlier than me, um, her flight got in about four hours ahead. And so originally she was going to go, but then we couldn't check in to where we were staying until the time that I landed anyway. 
And so she's mm. like, you know what? I'm not looking at doing. We have London. to talk about where we stayed in we'll London. Talk, we'll, we'll get, get to there. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> okay. Uh, so airplane, then, airplane. I'm, I'm getting off the airplane. I'm texting Olivia, and she's like, "Oh my god, like, coming. We're kind of freaking out a little bit." Um, well, Olivia's uh, exhausted. I'm exhausted because. I was planning on sleeping on my eight-hour flight. I didn't sleep once, so at this point, I haven't been to bed in, like, 30 hours. Oh, yeah. At this point, I haven't been to sleep once in 30 hours. Yeah. You have just gotten off a 26-hour flight. I actually did sleep quite a bit on my flight, on and off, but, like, plane sleep, I've learned, is never... Never good. It's never good. It's never a good sleep. It's just nodding off and then getting back up, nodding off, getting back up. Yes. Yeah, that flight, I physically, like I've told Lily, I'm very scared for our flight back to Australia in a few weeks because physically, I my body was shutting down. And that was a quick flight from Australia to Europe. Like, for fellow Aussies out there, you know that if you want to go to Europe, I mean, we met some Australians mm-hmm. and they flew straight to Paris. Um, and it was like 40 hours. It was like 40 somewhere? hours. And then we also did a scuba diving thing. Um, which we'll get to. Which, <laughs> which we'll get to. But we did a scuba diving thing yesterday here in Nice. Uh, or no, two, however many days ago. Mm-hmm. This week in Nice. And um, yeah, the one of the like scuba diving staff was like, oh, we had some girls from Australia and their flight was like 40 hours. And these are like two different people, two different yeah. girls, like groups of girls. So... 26 hours is a good amount it's for a, good, a flight. If you ever are from Australia and want to go to Europe, land in London. Because if you go anywhere else, you have to. it's way longer for whatever reason. Yes. So anyway, we're both kind of messes. And Olivia is waiting for me outside baggage claim. Because we are. if you've ever landed at Heathrow Airport, first of all, it sucks. Anyway. Um, well, it's really busy right now, too. It's also really busy right now. Um, but... Olivia couldn't come back into the baggage claim thing. So I'm sitting there waiting for my bags. My bags take like an hour to come out. Because my bags. <laughs> my suitcases take like an hour to come out. Because the Heathrow Airport is just a mess right now with all the traveling. And so I'm texting Olivia this whole time. And she's like, get your ass out of here. I'm like, oh, I'm not leaving without my bags. <laughs> okay, I did not tell you to leave Heathrow without your bags. You lying Gank. I did not say that. I was like, you're leave like, your bag. Leave your bags and get out of here. You're like, the Airbnb host said if you give the airport your address, they'll just send them to the address. And I was like, I'm not leaving. No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant because, okay, the way that Lily was texting me was so ominous, everybody. She was like, oh my God, like everybody else has got their bags, but I don't have mine. I don't it sounded like that. That's how I was reading it though. And so I'm talking to our Airbnb host because I told her we were going to check in at like 1.30 or something. It's like 2.30 now. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, where are you girl? And she's like, my bags aren't here. And anyway, so I was texting you. I thought the bags were gone. I thought they were lost. Oh. And so I was texting you being like, it's okay if they're lost. Like we'll figure it out. Okay. Just like come, like I want to go. And sleep. (laughs) Come on, we'll do this after a good sleep. But eventually we met, and it's... I took a video. video It's so awkward. It's... The first thing we said, we're like, oh, no, 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 I don't like this. Yeah, I was like, it's just me laughing and then going, oh, I don't like Like this. this. I don't like this at all. And then I tried to hug her and she like walked away from me. I didn't see that she was hugging me. I didn't purposefully dodge it. But then eventually 
We did hug. It was so cute. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We haven't hugged since then. <laughs> I mean, did I hug you when I was drunk or was that... <laughs> <laughs> I have vague memories. I did. I did hug you. Yeah, it wasn't was more of a hug. It was more like you jumped on me. <laughs> no, that was a hug. I think you thought it was a hug. <laughs> you know, hug is a loose term. We're, we're, we're using it here. Anyway, we get to the Airbnb. We get to our Airbnb. And so here's a deal with the Airbnb. So, we do that, our London Airbnb, we kind of ended up figuring, we didn't, this wasn't very clear when we booked it, but it kind of came clear to us, like, about a week before we left, that the people who owned the home were still going to be there, right? And, but we get, like, all the common spaces and, you know, all this stuff. But that's the same with every Airbnb. So this mm -hmm. B&B was advertised the same as every other. And anyone who's used Airbnb, which is anyone who's traveling on a budget these days, you know how Airbnb works is somebody owns a place and you text them and you put in your dates that you want to stay there and you pay the amount and they go, okay, cool. And Airbnb hosts the people who own the place that you're going to live in. It's nine times out of ten... Uh, from my experience, it's like the host will not live in the place that you are staying. And if they do, it's a situation of like, it might be an apartment that's been kind of like split in half and you never see them. You never talk to them. It's just how it is. But we show up to our London B&B. And this is rated so high on Airbnb. Like it's got like yeah. almost five star reviews. And so we're like, you know what, whatever, I'm sure they're lovely people. No, you didn't let me finish. We get to the B&B, and it's not like that at all. We literally share a house with them, and it's a tiny house too. And on top of that, like, the kitchen, so basically you walked into your left, there was a kitchen and a living area, then to the right was our bedroom, which wasn't, like, crazy big, which we don't really care about, but also it wasn't, like... We felt very restricted to just that room. We literally didn't leave that room the entire time we were there, pretty no, much. Because there was a few times where I did go sit in the living room when, like, I was going to, like, call my parents or something just so, like, I didn't, like, annoy Olivia with, like, my constant, like, talking the phone or whatever. And the people... You're looking away. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking away. Anyway. But then the people who, like, on the house, like, they'd come into the kitchen and they'd make such a racket. To try to, like, get me to leave. And it was just so awkward. It was horrific. And yeah. they were up until all hours of the night. So they were always awake. Yeah, because one of the hosts... Yeah, because here's the thing. It wouldn't have been a big deal if these hosts were... Normal people. <laughs> normal and quiet. Like, they advertise themselves to be. And... But... The, first of all, they were, like, an engaged couple. I don't even know. It's, I think they were engaged. They were always no, fighting. Yeah. The guy yeah. smoked, like, needed to smoke every hour because that's an observation we made in, well, it's throughout all of Europe compared to Australia and Canada. A lot more people smoke. But this guy was smoking every hour. This and is even in the middle smoker, of the night, yeah. even in the middle of the night, so, like, 2 a.m., he'd wake up, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 4 and we'd hear him every time he went out to smoke. Yeah, because the floorboards are so creaky at this place. And so, yeah, the only... Yeah, it was just weird. It was very weird. And um And let's yeah. not forget about my food. Oh yes, yes. 
Yeah, do you want to tell so, that story? Yeah. So there was a little kind of market near our, our place, which we pick, went and picked up a few things from, and I ended up getting some strawberries and some juice. And in the amenities of this place, it's like the fridge, you can use a fridge. Yeah, it was advertised. And even when we got there, the other host was like, the one who didn't smoke, the other one, was like, yeah, put anything you need in the fridge. So we're like, okay, so we kind of just put stuff all in one little area, like we put it all together to not take up all this room. Yeah, they yeah. ended up eating my strawberries and drinking all my juice through the time that we were there. Yeah. And not only that, one night when we were, like, asleep, I ended up, like, waking up because I could hear them arguing in the in the kitchen. And I heard them, like, arguing. Like, the one, the guy was, like, getting mad. But why are they using our fridge? This is ridiculous. Yay! As if it's not an Airbnb where the fridge is advertised in the amenities. Yeah. And when we got there, they didn't say that we could use the fridge. They didn't? No, they did yes, say. They did. That's what I said. You like, just said didn't. Oh, well, I was saying it in a way, it's like, it's, and it's as if they didn't say this, oh, yeah, but they yeah. did. Yeah, because we're, oh, uh, the lady, <laughs> <laughs> the lady, um, yeah, so the lady was, um, giving us a tour, because I'm pretty sure she was put down as the host, mm. like, this guy was, the fiance or whatever was not put down as a host as well, like, he was a surprise, but the woman, she, it it started out pretty good. Like, the woman was saying, here's where you sleep. You can hang out here whenever you want. This is the fridge. If you need anything, put your stuff in there. If you want a tea or coffee, anything, put it in there. Oh, like, here's how you make it, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then, yeah, it was just when the f- fiancé got home, it was like that he hadn't been told that we were going to be there or something. I don't know what the deal was. But he just did not like us for some reason. Yeah. And it was, like, the weirdest thing. Because if you don't like the idea... First of all, don't do a and b where... I don't know. The definition of Airbnb, sure, it's a loose term. But I've stayed in a lot of Airbnbs. Don't say that you have an Airbnb if it's just a room in your house. Mm-hmm. That's Facebook Marketplace shit. Like, don't do that. And second of all, don't go around, you know, saying you have all these amenities, whatever, if you're not going to do it. And don't get upset about the consequences of being a host of an Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. But why don't we talk about some of the things we did in London? What are, like, the major... That we did like about London. What are the major things we did in London? Uh, So, we kind of said that we really liked London we just didn't like where we were staying which was like opposite Mm -hmm. to the next place we went to which we'll get to in a minute um but day one we went to like all the touristy things we did Hyde Park we did Hyde Park we went to Buckingham Palace and we accidentally saw the changing of the guards because (laughs) we didn't mean to see the changing of the guards like we didn't plan it but we were just walking towards Buckingham Palace and all of a sudden there's this whole kerfuffle down there and there's hundreds of people standing there ready to watch these guards change, which apparently they do every day at 11 a.m., which is just In the summer, yeah. In the summer, which is just preposterous because it went on for ages. We thought the queen was there. There were so many people there to watch. We thought the queen was about to come out. Yeah, literally there's videos of us being like, 
the queen's gonna come queen, out any minute like, like we're we, about to see elizabeth it has like, to be we thought with how big the crowd was we thought that it had to be a joint concert with lizzie and harry styles about oh, to come yeah. out well, like, like, like elizabeth no, and harry styles like, is here there's like there's no way that this could be anything else and then no it was just them announcing that the guard Those ships were, were yeah. over it's a bit ridiculous but we ate it up <sighs> We oh ate yeah, up. we ate it up. We the well, the whole time we're like, this is stupid, this is stupid. But we were then, taking the, then the band people would start another little trumpet, whatever, and, and we would be like, oh my up. god, oh my the god, they're going again. We'd be like, oh my god, they're going again. Click record. It's a, it's it a, a it's a good thing. Um, so we did enjoy yeah. it. We did enjoy. And we saw Buckingham Palace. So Buckingham Palace. It was actually quite cool. Yeah. I will say. And then I'm not sure what else we did that day. We went to a tea shop. Remember that cute little tea shop. We went to the tea and we shop. went to the souvenir store, the Buckingham Palace souvenir store, which is really weird. There's a whole just wall of stuffed corgi dogs because yes. the queen has corgis, and it's very weird. It's yeah, it's it's different. <laughs> uh, it's it's a, yeah. It um, was a culture shock. It was a culture shock a because bit. I think one of the first things we said when we went to London was it. It's exactly it's exactly the. Feeds into the stereotypes, it dare does. I say. Yeah, it, it definitely feeds into the stereotypes. And um, and then we did a little secret bars tour that night. The first night we were it there. It was the first night we were there. No. Yeah. That's not we were there. We just slept because of jet lag. Well, yeah, but the day we went to Buckingham Palace in Hyde Park, that was the day that we went to the... Really? It was. It was, we went to the hidden bar, we went to this Airbnb experience thing where they took you around to three hidden bars in London, and it was great. And that's when Olivia got a bit smashed, and I took her for bagels. And then I took her for bagels. And then I took her for bagels for dinner. Hey, hey, I was fine. I was absolutely fine. I was fine. Um, But that was a bit hard, though, because, so the thing finished at 11... And first of all, I'd like to premise of saying I was not going into the experience expecting to get a little bit tipsy, okay? Just a little bit tipsy. But I wasn't expecting that because Lily and I have notoriously said in our friendship that neither of us are massive fans of alcohol and we're usually the sober friend because it's just not good. But the places that this experience took us to, it was too cool not to enjoy the alcohol and... There were the first bar we went to, you needed a password to get into, and it was mm. in like a fridge. You had to go into like this fake fridge and then down these stairs, yeah. and it was like cool and it was themed and it was just really cool. And I didn't like my drink there, if I'm being honest. Oh, you didn't? I mean, it was just very alcohol y, and I don't like alcohol. <laughs> um, I'm just not used to the taste of it because, you know, I'm one of the rare Australians where I actually did wait until legal drinking age to start drinking. And then we went to the second bar, which wasn't really a secret bar, or it was, but it everyone was just in the normal bar, because a lot of the time you'll find secret bars actually have, like, normal functioning front of houses. Yeah. And then they have, like, a secret bar as well. But, like, the second secret bar we went to, nobody was in the secret bar, so we just kind of stayed in the normal bar. And that was cool. That was, like, they had these little Tinder. It was Tinder-themed or whatever. Yeah. You kind of, like, swiped right on a drink, which was fun. Yeah. And then the third one we went to, that was, like... She got a kick out of that one. That was the first time, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, days and thems, that I actually enjoyed alcohol. And it might have been because I actually, at the Tinder bar that we went to, 
I don't know if I told you this, but I was starting to feel a little bit buzzed after that one. And I was fully expecting to just get a little drink at like the third one and then but call then we it got a night. But then we got a huge drink to share but and it was really good. Big. And it was really good. I, I didn't like that one as much as you did. I liked it. It might have been because I was a bit buzzed that it just didn't taste like alcohol anymore, but I liked it. And I just remember drinking it. She just kept throwing them back. I just kept throwing them back. And yeah. Here's the thing. I was starting to feel a bit tipsy and I was about to announce that to you. But then I saw that you were like, ah, and I was like, oh, Jesus. I wasn't like that. I need to sober up. (laughs) I was not like that in front of the people. No, not until we left. In front of the people. I I was fine because literally I specifically remember looking going, am I okay? Like, because... I've never, I'd never really been tipsy or drunk before. And I was looking at Lily and I was like, am I okay? Like, am I just a menace right now? Because everybody else there was like full grown adults as well. They were, they were vibes, but they were like way, we were easily the youngest ones there. I remember being like, we need to go <laughs> because I'm, I'm going down. And so we went to the bathroom. I remember going to the bathroom, fine. And when I came out of the bathroom and up the stairs, I was not fine anymore. I was like, nah, this is not good. I can't walk in a straight line. This is weird. And then, yeah, eventually it just got worse. Anyway, nothing happened. It was whatever. Yeah, nothing happened. I just kept saying I was fine when I clearly wasn't fine. I was like, I'm fine. I'm trying to gaslight myself into thinking I'm not drunk. Yeah. Anyway, and then... I don't remember the order of things we did things later, but we went to Westminster Abbey at some point. We did. Which is where Kate and William got married. And that's also where the Queen got married way back in the day. Oh, did, did Lizzie get married? <laughs> Lizzie also got she. married there. Yeah. Um, very beautiful. Was uh, it though? It was still beautiful. It was. Oh, that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I do remember walking. I'd never been to a church of that scale. So I think it could have looked hideous. And I still would have been like, wow, this is so cool. But it was very beautiful. It was. It, it was, was beautiful. I, I like, looked back on those There's photos. There was lots of history, too. We also got the pass that got us, like, the historical thing. And the guy <laughs> came up. This, like, guy working there came up to us because he was so clearly bored. And, yeah, we very quickly learned that being Australian, like. Gets you places in Europe. And it makes people very amused. They're just like, whoa, Australian. Yeah. Anyway, so he he got a kick out of that. And we, we saw yeah. some historical artifacts or whatever. And then we went back down. A lot of just random tombs places. They just put people's yeah, tombs. It was just like random. And they weren't even of significance. They're just like, <laughs> we don't know who this is. Yeah, but like, we found this on site a while back. We have no idea who it Boom. is. We don't care. But it's just old. So have a look at it. Anyway, uh, yeah. it, it was a very nice place. Uh, we also went, we did a Harry Potter tour of London, which was actually quite cool. It was really cool. It was a walking tour, and they took you to all the places in London where they... Well, not their, all the places, but well, like the easiest, most central ones, yeah. Yeah. Basically, they took you to most of the places in London. Like, not like from a set, but like the actual so places yeah. in London. And it was that really they cool. Fil- the times yeah. that they filmed in the actual city of London, which was very cool because the our tour guide was great and he would actually show us the actual scenes when we were standing in that place. It was actually very, it was very crazy. It felt really cool. And it, it was, was really all, good. it was all really central and it, they would be like alleyways and buildings that you never even thought to kind of look at twice and be like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's been a while since I'd seen those films as well. So it was definitely cool. There was like Piccadilly Circus and then 
Yeah, we found out that the Australian embassy is like the bank, yeah, Gringotts, Gringotts Bank. Ba- yeah. Um, the entrance to Diagon Alley, and then there's also a lot of places that like quote unquote inspired the scenes from the movies. And those the were and hard though, because even the tour guide said he was like, "Look, every say- every alleyway in London has inspired J.K. <laughs> like according to Londoners, because yes. everyone's like, no, it was my alleyway that inspired like diagonally, and yeah, but it was really cool nevertheless. And we ended the tour at the Borough Markets, which. Yes. I kid you not, I asked, so on a plane to London, like a 16-hour flight to London, you tend to meet some Londoners, Mm -hmm. and as someone who had never been to London on my flight, I very easily, every time I ran into someone, like the people I was sat next to, it was like a mother that had been living in Australia for 10 years, but she grew up and she was born and raised in England, and I was like, oh, where do I need to go in London? And I was asking all these different people, and all of them without fail were like, the borough markets because apparently these borough markets are like a big one they're just really cool two um apparently they're in a few films so like Notting Hill I've never seen Notting Hill but I know it's the one with like Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts apparently they're a big deal in that film and then also our tour unexpectedly ended at borough markets because Because Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban when Harry goes to the leaky cauldron from the night bus that's you can see the the train. You can see the train that went by his room, and you can also see the building that they filmed outside of. They yeah, filmed that at Borough Market. So and it's actually a taco shop. It's actually a taco <laughs> shop in real life. And we ate there. And we ate at the taco shop. So that was quite a cool tour. We quite enjoyed it. Uh, we also went to St Paul's Cathedral, which was just stunning. stunning. It's where Princess Diana got married. Um, and she slayed. And she, she slayed on that one. It, it was an absolutely gorgeous cathedral. I definitely encourage anyone who's listening to go look up photos of St. Paul's Cathedral. Absolutely gorgeous. You're like, go look up photos, peasants. And we know that you can't afford to go there. No. As if we could afford to be there. I mean, not anymore. No. <laughs> but... But anyway, yeah. so really, like, really I, stunning. Yeah, we had to walk really up. Good. We had to walk up 528 stairs to get to the top. Where they had this dome, and these are the ricketiest, sketchiest stairs on the planet, but we made it to the top, and we had a great view all over London. That reminds me. Piece of advice, don't do the London Eye, because we did the London Eye the day... We went up so many, like, heights this one day. Can't remember what day it was, but in one day in London, we started with, like, the London Eye, and then we went to St. Paul's, which had a really good view. Also, it was really cool, because, um, the Wimbledon... Tennis. Wimbledon was happening. Yeah, Wimbledon tennis was happening, which was really cool because we're suddenly in London. Something's always happening in London. Something's always happening in which London. Which was really fun to experience for like a week. And after St. Paul's, they had like this whole Wimbledon tennis mm-hmm. like viewing seating area. So and we just got like blue sh- slushies <laughs> and just watched the Wimbledon for a little bit. And then after that, we went to St. Paul's, which we did the flight of stairs. And you literally get the exact same view you get from the London Eye like at the top of St. Paul's and then we finished the day off by going to the Sky Garden which I feel like it's a touristy thing that a lot of people know about but it's not like as popular as the other ones so it's free (laughs) it's free so for those who don't know the Sky Garden is basically this club at the top of this building like really high building Mm -hmm. they were just like let's get this random high rise in the the business district 
and just make a club there and that sells like cocktails and you just get to enjoy a really good view and you get in it for free yeah it was great yeah and, um, and you get the same view that you do from the london eye at this club for free so don't go on the london eye just go to the sky garden or go to st paul's and do the stairs but you can just take a lift with the sky garden so yeah um what else did we do i mean we, oh, we went to Blackfriars Bridge. We did. Which, this is the one that the book fans will love. Uh, the famous Infernal Devices Bridge. We got to go there, which it's quite underwhelming. It's not that cool of a bridge. It's kind of a shitty bridge. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, but it was cool. We reenacted the scene, you know? Like, Jem, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't say much more without spoilers. But we won't we won't say much more. But we did. It definitely scene. was awkward though for those who have read the Infernal Devices by Cassandra Clare and know like the significance of the bridge. There is no way in hell that we're having like those types of dramatic scenes on that bridge because it's just people are doing their shit. Like people are running across. There's that hustle thing. and bustle in London. Like people are doing shit. Oh, I just, I was thinking about, we pass so many funny phone calls. When you're walking in London, if you listen, like, you always just get a five seconds. It's that vine where they're going, and they were roommates. Oh my God, they were roommates. It was just that in London. We passed one guy and he was like, Oi mate, how's your Tinder life going? (laughs) It was so good. And there was just so many moments like that. Um, And then... Another one for the book fans. Uh, so, if you didn't see, the cast of Heartstopper set yeah. up this thing where they recreated Charlie's bedroom from the show at Piccadilly Waterstones. And it's still there if you live I in London. I don't think it is. Or, yes, no. it is. They extended it to the end of July. They extended it. They oh, did wow, because they've just been making bank off of it probably. Oh. Well, it was only supposed to go to all July 8th, but I guess it extended it. They so have. that's good for them. Um, it was really cool, actually. Like, I wasn't sure, like, how cool it was going to be, but it was quite cool. And I'm not going to make any promises that this is still there because I doubt it. But we went there the day after they set it up and there was a bunch of signed editions of Heartstopper. One and two. Yeah. Volumes one and two. So we managed to snag those as a souvenir. But it also comes with a little bit of a thing that we were salty about. We were a bit salty. Because uh, I've never met, well, the one celebrity, quote unquote, <laughs> that I have met. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to no, that. No, no, no. I'm not talking about oh, that. I talked about the first oh, celebrity that I met before that one. Okay, okay, so we'll promise what we're saying right now will make sense in a few minutes. But uh, the first celebrity, quote unquote, that I've ever seen in Australia, because Australia doesn't have many celebrities living in Australia. And if we do, they're always just like some weird reality star off of like The Bachelor or MasterChef, Love mm-hmm. Island, all those like shows. So, you know, they're normal people. You're like, oh, I don't really want a photo with Dave from season eight <laughs> of MasterChef. Like, I don't really care. And then, but I ran one time I was in the shopping center and I don't know how many H2O fans there are, <laughs> uh, but the spinoff of H2O just said Water Maker Mermaids, the guy who plays Zach, which is like the main guy, he was in my shopping center and I didn't get a photo. I didn't go up to him or anything, but I was just like, oh my God, it's the guy from Maker Mermaids. I was like watching Maker Mermaids at that time too. It was a pretty good moment. But yeah, so for me, 
I've never had much experience with celebrities, but in London, like, there's so many celebrities. There's so many celebrities. And we had this thing where at this Waterstones, we found out, because it's the day of the Harry Potter tour, so we were just out and about, I think. No, this was when we were in Soho. We were just walking around in Soho, eating in Chinatown, which is right beside yeah, Piccadilly. Yeah, right beside Piccadilly, the like day. five yeah. minutes away from this Waterstones. Five minutes, the day they set up this Charlie's Room thing to promote Heartstopper, and lo and behold, we go online, and we see, like, on Instagram, TikTok, the cast of Heartstopper. Like, it's like five minutes from us. Five <laughs> minutes from us, they went to go surprise everyone at this Charlie's Room set up and took a photo there. And so everyone who went there, like, as soon as it was set up, got to meet... Like Kit Connor, Joe Locke, like all, oh, all of like oh, the main um, ones, and we're just like, oh my god, we were literally five minutes from that. We were a bit mad, so we went the next but, day, but we got our signed copies, which was which pretty we, good. Which we, yeah, but this story doesn't go without at least one celebrity meeting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we decided. So we go to Soho one day, and Olivia had eaten breakfast at our Airbnb because she had leftovers, but I didn't. You see, and. Something about me is when I'm hungry, I'm Lily. Pissed. Yeah, Lily. De- Lily is a stock image for hangry. I am. I get pissed. Yeah. And so this point, it's like two a.m. I haven't eaten anything because we're trying to get into town, mm. which from our Airbnb with its marvelous location took ages. And so and the tube sucks. And the tube like the, sucks. the this is very niche. But if you're from London or been to London, like. The Victoria the Line. The Victoria Line. Oh, God. The Victoria Line, which we had to take every time we went to our place. For, like, 30 minutes minimum. Oh. And the trains kept delaying because everyone's striking in London over the tube, which is, like, the only good way to get around. Anyway, it was anyway, just a whole so thing. At this point, I'd been on the Victoria Line for, like, half an hour and then probably on some other line that had been delayed for another half an hour. And then we're in Soho and we're looking around for food and we can't She's find- pissed. I'm She's pissed. pissed. And Olivia's like, let's go here, this little food court that I saw yesterday. I was like, I just want to eat. I just want to eat. So, like, anyway, we end up getting to this food court. I eat. I'm happy. I'm great. And then at this point, Olivia's like, I'm going to get a little snack, too. So she gets a snack, and we're sitting down in the main food court area. And then <laughs> she's like, let's go into this little room, because there's this little hidden room. Like, it was open. Like, there was tables in there to eat. It was a book but nook. It was a book nook. Like, it was filled with books that you could buy. And we were like, oh, my gosh, this is right up our alley. So we go and sit in there, and then... You wanna... Oh, I'll finish it. Okay. So, I had this bow bun, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> shut up about the bow bun. I will never shut up about this bow bun. I wish I could remember the name. Oh, my God. Just destroy the place, why don't you? <laughs> I knocked your hairbrush over. Oh, my God. You hot. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry. Back to the story. This bow bun. It's the greatest bow bun I've ever had. It's the real celebrity of the story. Not actually. But, but sitting beside us. No, let me finish. I'm getting there. Anyway, the bow bun had pork on it. No, I'm kidding. So, right, I'm eating this bow bun and we sit down, we go into this book knock and something about us that we've learned, I'm pretty observant with like streetwise stuff. We've learned, Lily's good at the numbers and the navigating, but I'm like always noticing the most bizarre things. And as soon as we sit down, Lily sits down like casually and the minute we go in, I'm like, that's Jacob Elordi. <laughs> that's fucking Jacob Elordi. And I was like, well, let me sit down and I'm facing the table that Jacob Elordi's facing, which is in like a dark, the darkest corner you can find in this Soho food court, by the way, like food market court. Um, and he's like facing the wall, whatever. And I literally sit down and I just casually and I, cause I'm trying not to make a big deal about it. Cause I've never, <laughs> like I said, I haven't got much experience with being in 
celebrity's presence. I don't know the etiquette, but I just like to Lily. I'm like, that's Jacob. Jacob Elordi's behind you. Jacob Elordi's behind you. And she's like, what? And she, <laughs> she turns around. I'm like, don't turn around. And anyway, we eventually casually, just not so casually, look at him and come to the conclusion. We're like, yeah, that's Jacob Elordi. No, Where's Jacob Elordi? And anyway, we just spend the whole time trying to eat. And I'm trying to eat this bow bun, which is the greatest bow bun I've ever had. Like, I'm not even kidding. I have. I will dream about this for the rest of my life. And, yeah, it's just the greatest bow bun. And Jacob Elordi is really dampering the moment over there. And one thing we will say, he was wearing rain. So it was Pride in London, like Pride Month when we were there. He was wearing, like, rainbow pearls around his <laughs> neck. A yeah. bit of a sleigh. Yeah, a bit of a sleigh. So, anyway, honestly, I think we would have gone up to him if it wasn't for the fact that he eventually there was one moment about halfway through my bow bun where I was looking over Lily's shoulder at Jacob Audie and he kind of did a half turn and he turned back and he put his cap on. Yeah, he, he was hiding. Yeah, he so was hiding. We didn't want to be rude, but I did milk this experience to my friends who were oh, obsessed yeah. with Euphoria. I did text all of them and I was like, I did meet Jacob Elordi today and I did get the correct response. They were all like, oh my God, oh my God. And the, I, I got asked by every single one of them, is he as tall in person as like... He, he looks pretty tall. He was, I mean, he was sitting down. So like, that's what I was telling me. I mean, he's sitting down. But like, he was like a monster sitting down. Like, this man was so tall. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, he is as tall in person as you think. But anyway, I think that that about covers London. No, we went to Chinatown too. We went to China and had that. some Vietnamese food that's like which was delicious. It was great. Was um, but yeah, I think that covers London. That covers London. We've been uh, talking for some time now. Yeah, so we got to move, we on move on to Paris. To, oh, Paris. So we fly London to Paris. It goes smoothly. Yeah, the flight. The flight was smooth. The flight was great. And then we and then we landed in Paris. What? Our Airbnb is great. We have no issue. We get with our a t- we get a taxi there because we we couldn't figure out the- we couldn't figure yeah okay yeah so we get to our Airbnb and the lady so she's very sweet she doesn't speak a word of English that's a first stereotype about Paris if London was the land where they feed into the stereotypes and it's exactly what you expected it to be Paris is the complete opposite from our experience it yeah was we were just- we were told by everyone before we went to Paris so like everyone speaks English in Paris. And here was my thing. So I did a lot of French in high school and I was really trying to work on like continuing the language, especially for this. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like, but everyone's, I'm going to need to speak French. Like no one speaks English. But then everyone started telling me like a year ago, they're like, don't even bother. Everyone speaks English. They don't even want you to speak French. If you speak French, they'll be offended. They'll like spit in your face, they'll kick be, you on the sidewalk. Like, yeah. They'll be pissed. So I was like, well, what's the point? Like, no, no one in Paris speaks a word of English. Nobody like, in Paris no, speaks, speaks a word of English. And the key thing that we've learned about France, which we heard, but now that we're in Nice, we have to vouch it. Paris is not France. No, Paris is the most god awful place I have ever. And it's the I worst have, city it's, guys, I've ever I, been in. I've been to the United States of America. And I'm gonna sit here and say that Paris Look, is the worst like, place I've ever Like sixty percent of our listeners are from the United States. USA 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um I'm a Canadian. We're not supposed to get along. I mean, yeah, it's part fair, of, fair, it's fair, part fair, of fair, it. fair, fair, fair. Um 
But yeah, we noticed as soon as we landed, Paris was very USA. And I haven't been to the USA, but Lily has and she was saying, and I was like, I'm glad you said it because from what I've seen, it was just, it felt like what being in the USA would feel like. Paris was ridiculous. And here's the thing about it that I just want to get out of the way because we had a lot of issues in Paris and stuff like that, which we'll get to. But even those issues aside, everything we saw in Paris is quite mediocre. Yeah. Nothing was it all was that cool. It was mediocre. And I, my opinion on it, it would have been cool if it wasn't for the fact that the elephant in the room, we'll just say it, the transport in Paris Awful. is the worst transport I have ever seen. And I truly think that if the transport in Paris just was decent, we probably would have managed to have a good time. But yeah. it was just the worst transport we've ever seen. Like, it was... Yeah. The ticket system was so hard to figure out. Like, we were buying tickets left, right, and center because our tickets kept not working, even though we had just bought them. And these are expensive tickets. Yeah, so we should explain how it works, though, because people like, what are you buying tickets for? So there's a train. train. So how you get around Paris, I mean, this is going off of people that still, by the end of our week-long trip, couldn't figure out how to use it properly. Uh, But as far as we were aware, there are buses there is a metro and there's an art there are these RER trains and we were staying in a suburb in Paris the buses and the metro which would go off by numbers from our understanding only function on transport around like the middle of Paris the only way that you can get out to the suburbs which is on the map not that far out of Paris it's like a 10 minute drive it's a 10 minute it's drive. a 10 minute it was a 10 minute drive to our place but and like 20 minute public transport according to Google but these RER trains were so messy and how you get to these trains as well you go to these subway stations and you have these turnstiles which you have to put these tickets into and how you buy these tickets is at these ticket machines and you give you say how many tickets you want and it's one from our understanding it was you put one ticket into the turnstile to get into the train station and onto the train that you want to go to then you put it in the turnstile at the train station that you're trying to get out of to to get out to leave however we very quickly discovered that there are a few flaws to paris's system one of the main ones i will say is that don't be fooled by thinking Paris is a big city because apparently what they consider to be Paris is about a 100 meter radius around the fucking Eiffel Tower. Because everything other than that, they'll tell you you are outside of Paris. So there's a few times we bought train tickets for Paris. For Paris. And then we'd take about a 15 minute train and they'd be like, you're out of Paris now. This so, is not a good ticket. You can't use it to get out. So then you're trapped inside the train cell. And we're like, you know what? We're willing to just buy another ticket. But you can only buy a ticket once you're past the turnstile. The turnstile it won't let us out of. No. And so you're a bit screwed, aren't you? <laughs> Unless you're at like a really, really big train station. Like two mm-hmm. out of the dozens of train stations that Paris had from there's, our experience. There's nothing you, you can there's do. There's nothing you can do. So... The RER trains were a bit of a bust and the metro was a bit of a bust for us. How we end up getting out of the train stations was always we had to break the rules. And we'd we'd go up to locals in France as well. And we'd be like, how do we get out? How does this work? Can you explain this to us? Nobody in Paris speaks any English, despite popular belief. But the ones that did, like, that's what I was saying. Parisians were lovely. Like, the ones that helped us, like, the ones that we talked to who were just everyday Parisians or whatever, they were lovely and they were very keen to help. 
So, so many of them would be like, oh, yeah, this is a stupid system. Like, they would agree. They'd be like, yeah, it's so stupid. And so, they would be like, just come through with me. So, they'd scan their ticket and you'd run through with them. So they Yeah, were, you'd sneak through the turnstile, which is which against is the law. And which is something that every single person in Paris said. The amount of people we saw jumping over them, going under them, like, sneaking through with, people like, five, hold, six people. Like, people, people would hold them. the turnstile. So, uh, so, like, five or six people could come through. And so, it was just, like, a common thing. Because the tr- because no one can figure out the train. And I genuinely don't think it's because people are trying to scam their way out of it. I think it's in a way that it just doesn't make any sense. So, people don't have people a choice. People are confused. People There's don't have nothing a about it anywhere. Yeah. There's, yeah. So, eventually... One day. This is where this whole trip really came to a halt. I'm just going to tell this story. Yeah, go for it. And then we'll kind of talk about what we did, but we just need to get the We should also mention, before we get to the big story, what was leading up to it? Like, so we went, there was a Harry Styles concert, which we went to, which we traveled a long time to get to. Okay, it was like 10 minutes on the train. (laughs) Oh, was it? Okay, whatever. It was not that far. (laughs) Anyway, we went to the Harry, we went to this Harry Styles concert in Paris and we wanted to investigate we wanted to investigate because we've been seeing a lot of videos of people getting tickets like showing up with no tickets and then people are selling tickets at the place and so we're like maybe we'll get harry styles tickets and we can see harry styles in paris the venue in paris was really really small small. and it's like the biggest or i don't know i don't know anyway it was a small thing for harry styles because his other venues have been like ninety thousand, hundred thousand. this was twenty thousand. so nobody was selling their ticket it was full to the max and everybody was quite happy with their tickets so nobody wanted to get rid of it and so we go which is fine yeah we were just kind of like oh whatever like i mean i don't regret going to that because i think that otherwise we would have been like what if what if you know but like as soon as i saw like outside the place i was like oh no fucking way but then it also was the elephant in the room was like wouldn't it be cool if we could go see Harry Styles cool tonight? Styles so then tonight. we're a bit bummed. And also, we'd been having a shit day in the morning, too, because we couldn't... Because the transport Because the transport. Off, so yeah. We, we were just having a bit of a rough go. So we thought, you know what would lift my spirits right now? Seeing Harry Styles in Paris. Yeah. But, and, so, and then we were idiots. And so we're like, we were just going to go home because we're so exhausted. It was towards the end of our, like, week in Paris or whatever. But then I, yeah, but then I'm probably, I'm like, no, we're not going to do this. Like we need to go because before in the morning we did an Airbnb experience, which is where we walked dogs, which was a really good experience. It was nice. We had to sneak through the turnstile to get there, but that a local helped us sneak through because he was like, yeah, it is confusing. And anyway, it was, but the lady was so nice who hosted the dog walking Airbnb experience. She gave us a bunch of recommendations. I was like, Lily, let's go. This lady's given us a whole afternoon of things to do. Let's go do it. And it's all around like central Paris. And we go, we look for this like gelato shop and it was really hot. We ended up just ditching the gelato shop and we end up finding this really cool like bar and we had some drinks or whatever. Which were kind of shitty, honestly. They, they were like, shitty and, they were and overpriced, but... We're not, we're like just trying to look for any silver lining on this trip because yeah, we've like, spent so much money to be here and it's a whole thing. And, and we're, then like, we're like, okay, yeah. you know, that was kind of fun. We were like, you know, that was good. 
let's go home now. Let's let's head home. Let's it was, go. It was nearing the late afternoon and it takes like an hour to get home. We've just bought tickets from the people as well. Like when we got to the Harry Styles concert train station, we're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go up to the people at the desk, the information desk, and buy tickets off of them. So there is yes. absolutely no chance that our tickets will not work. Because at this point we had been sick of it because we had to sneak through the turnstile on the and way we, there. And we've been buying tickets through the machine. So we're like, maybe... And they and the machine the turnstile been rejecting our tickets that we just bought. So we're like, maybe the mach- like maybe it's our tickets are the problem. We're buying them from like the wrong machine or something. So we bought them from the people, told we them like, our address. Is, we're like, this is our exact address. This is where we need to get to. So we didn't have the issue. Like this is outside of Paris. Yada yada yada. And so we showed them our address. So like, yeah, these are the tickets you need. This is to this station. It'll, it'll get you through the turnstile. We're in the exact same station that we bought these tickets from from the people. So we go through, and lo and behold. Olivia, so how it was working was Olivia was standing in front of me and I was standing right behind her and, and her it's ticket, queuing. it's a busy it's, thing, it's a big thing, busy thing. So Olivia puts her ticket in and it doesn't work. It rejects it. Mm. And so I was wondering if this was all of our tickets we just bought, cause then we could go right back and be like, Hey, both these tickets we just bought aren't working. Mm. So I put my ticket in and it works and you have a very limited time to get through the turnstile and stuff and so i was like olivia go through because otherwise we've just wasted this ticket right? yeah because she's in front of me it again yeah. she's in front of me and she goes through but then i'm like wait how am i gonna get through and so i go through with her like every other person in paris is doing at this time and we had paid for two tickets so i see nothing wrong with our actions but lo and behold there's these you're looking away oh i'm sorry there's these two police officers who basically put us in a corner and they're like that's a 60 euro fee security guards with guns security guards with guns i would have probably just ran because at this point i'm fed up with this whole situation we're so tired we were so tired i would have just left but they had these big ass guns and they had us in a corner i was a bit scared i was like i, I was scared i was scared these I was men like, and they were like really big grown men too and they and weren't I, really speaking english they weren't so. speaking english and also like another factor to i don't know like th- i don't like saying stuff like this because i know it's a, a really big thing to accuse but one of security guards was we're wearing like summer clothes right or i was anyway i was wearing like i was wearing short shorts and you know singlet and this there was this one guy with like this big gun bulletproof vest older guard a train turnstile but he's kind of looking at me a bit um creepy and you know i i've i've had lots of men i'm a woman i've had men look at me kind of creepily and this man's looking at me creepily with a gun in his hand and we're in trouble yeah there's so, a power play happening so we're we're definitely scared and they're like it's a six-year fee so we're like you know what we'll pay it let's go yeah this and is another guy there's like two yeah there yeah, yeah yeah and so we get our cards we haven't been carrying around our physical cards because we've heard about all the pickpockets in paris we don't want to get our credit cards stolen so we've been using apple pay on our phone for everything it's been working fine hmm and cash as well. And so he, they're like, we're not taking tap. You have to insert your card. We're like, well, we don't have a card to insert. Like, okay, cash then. Well, we don't have any cash. We only had 30 euros of cash, which you had. And I had just spent 30 euros of cash at the at the bar we were just at. Mm-hmm. I just gave them 30 euros of cash. So I don't have any more cash on me. You only have the 30 euros. And so we're trying to tell them we don't have any cash. They're freaking out on us. They're like, not a problem, not a problem. Eventually, they figure out that I actually had a valid ticket, I guess, 
and it was my ticket. So I, quote unquote, haven't broken the law, I guess. So I ended up being escorted out of the train station to... Which is ironic because you had a good train ticket. So why am I being escorted out? I'm confused. So they're like, you go find a way to get cash. And... So and we're going to keep this little girl so hostage they're, they're in the Olivia train station. There. They're keeping Olivia down there with their guns in the corner. And so I get escorted out and I go to go out and that this lady stops me, another security guard. She's like, I didn't give you permission to leave. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't think I needed your permission to leave. I thought I had a good ticket. What have I done wrong? Anyway, then she eventually gives me permission to leave. And I'm kind of freaking out at this point because I knew I was scared being down there. And I knew you were down there by yourself now with them. And... I don't know where to get any money <laughs> because I'm in the middle of an area I don't know. I don't speak the I can't ask anyone for help. I tried to ask people for help, but they didn't speak any English. Which and isn't, so, uh, which we're not which complaining about. It's not their fault. It's France. But I'm just scared because I don't know the area. I don't know the language that well. And so I'm just kind of like, what am I going to do? And I could just go to an ATM. But here's the thing. With ATMs, you have to insert your card. You can't just tap it. And the whole issue is we yeah. don't have our cards to insert. And so... I'm like, I can't go to an ATM, even if I could find one. So my idea is I run back to the restaurant that we had just eaten at. And I was like, I just paid you cash. Can I pay you with my card with tap? And can I have my cash back? Mm -hmm. And I think that they kind of thought it was a bit crazy, but they're like, I mean, sure. Like, why not? So like I pay with card, I get my 30 euros of cash. Which thank God you you paid. Which thank God it was the exact amount. Imagine if it was a different amount. Imagine if it was like twenty five euros. Oh my God! And so I run back down to the train station. I have to get escorted back through a special door by Mister Gunman. Which they're like, they're They're yelling at me. They're yelling at me. They're like, no, no, this way. Oh my God! You're so for my life. I'm fearing for my life. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I wasn't. Stop it. But either way. I was being yelled at by some security guards. We were being yelled at by some security guards in a foreign country. In a language we don't know. In a language we don't know because of a system that we have tried for seven days to be figuring it out. All after a long day of being hot and bothered and exhausted and depressed. because, And we just want to go home on our 30 minute like tram ride or train Longer ride like yeah no it's supposed to be 30 minutes but it's always like an hour and a half for whatever reason because google maps is lying to us and we just want to go home and it's just tiring and it's exhausting horrible. and so we give them the cash and then we get a whole lecture and we try to ask them how the trains work but they wouldn't tell us and then well literally i tried asking because there were, in total, there were two male security guards and there was this one female who was holding other kids hostage, hostage who were also them. skipping the turnstile because these were like, it was funny because they, the foreign young girl, they put in the corner with the two men with the guns. The Parisian young kids who were skipping the turnstile, they put them in the corner with like the woman and whatever, who were, who... It was, like, one woman or whatever who was just giving them a bit of a lecture and being, like, pay the fine or whatever. I don't know what was going on over there. Um, but then yeah, she finally gets her ticket. I get have my ticket. Oh, no, we forgot the best part of the story. They send us over to the corner. All this is happening while I'm, like, I'm... It makes no sense that my ticket doesn't work right, on the machine. We're trying to explain it to them. We're trying to explain. No, no, yeah, but I'm looking at this man who's holding me in this corner that I'm not allowed to leave, and I'm, like... 
here's this ticket scanner that that it basically does exactly what the tram like the turnstile does and decides it tells you whether the ticket's good or not and I was like this makes no sense that my ticket's not good so I'm telling him like scan my ticket because he's scanning other people's tickets who are like skipping the turnstile Mm -hmm. and then if it's a good ticket he's like don't do that again and sending them on their way and I'm like my ticket is good. I literally bought it. Like, it's the same. We got it from the same place that Lily got her ticket that worked. So I was like, scan my ticket again. Scan my ticket again, please. And he's just like, no, bad ticket, bad ticket. And then we go over to this woman who's giving us a lecture about don't do it because she speaks a bit better English. And then I'm trying to ask her, I'm like, how does this work? I'm so confused. This is a good ticket. I swear. She has the same machine. I give her my ticket. She scans it. And she's like, yeah, it's a good ticket. So we went through all this. We went through all this. We had to pay. Tickets. We had to pay sixty euros because we were skipping a turnstile because my good ticket wasn't working in a faulty machine. And here's the thing: there were other people who, like, it would be different if it was like, oh, I must have just had the wrong ticket because, like, I'm the only one with a bad faulty reading. But there were other people but doing it. There were other people doing it because that's why they had the readers because one of the machines was broken and it was giving false readings and it was saying that good tickets were bad anyways. So, and so I was like, what just happened? That is ridiculous. So we end up getting on the train with our two good tickets. And when we get on the train, we're like, hey, we just ride this home. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. And at this point, we just want to sit down, enjoy our ride, whatever. Go home, order Uber Eats or whatever. Because yeah. we're not going, we're not, we're not leaving at the Airbnb out. again. And so then there was a bit of an announcement on in French on the train. And it was so quick and it was mumbly. It was, it was like, so, it was a classic subway message. And a few people got off, but a lot of people stayed on. So we were like, okay, whatever. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we kind of thought that maybe it was just, or at least, I don't know about you, but I kind of thought maybe it was just an announcement, like, this is a train to da-da-da-da-da. And they, these people were like, oh, shit, I'm on the I had line. a feeling something was wrong. I had a feeling that they, they something was happening because too many people, because they made the announcement, they stopped at this stop, and then people got off. And then this announcement happened and more people got off. Mm. And I was like, I feel like they've just cancelled, like, a few stops or something. But then the door shut, like, five seconds later. So I was like, I guess we'll hope for the best. Yeah. And then, so this train passes our stop, passes everything. It goes straight to the airport. It passes, I'm not even kidding, like, 12 12 stops. stops. We had no idea when this thing was stopping. And we thought, we're like, is this, like, a freaking hostage situation right now? Like, Jesus Christ, where are we going? And there's lots of other people on the train who are equally as confused looking as us. But eventually this train stops at the airport, which is way out of town. And we get off and we're like, oh, my God, we are just taking a taxi. We don't care how much it costs. We are getting in a taxi and we're going home after this day. We gotta leave the turnstile. And we take our tickets that we bought from the service person. And it won't let us through because we're outside of Paris now because we're at the, the airport. airport that we didn't ask. Which is like half an hour drive out of Paris. Which we didn't ask to go to, but now our tickets won't work and there's nowhere for us to buy more. So we had to sneak through another turnstile after just being traumatized for doing it. Well, I snuck through a turnstile first and then Lily's like trapped because she, 
you know, not many people are going through these turnstiles because it's the airport and there, there were no trains arriving or whatever. So I we're just going, we're sneaking through like the other people who are also like unexpectedly same. at the airport. Yeah. And I sneak through first and then Lily's trapped on this other side of the turnstile. And again, we'd buy tickets to get us through these turnstiles if it wasn't for the fact that there's no ticket machines. On the other side. On, on When you are inside like the turnstile, when you're trying to exit this turnstile style there's no ticket yeah so and so yeah i sneak through and i'm like talking to all these people because there's this girl with this pass because if you're like a local if you're a local they have these passes where basically it doesn't matter where you tap it you can tap it anywhere and it'll calculate how much that'll cost later or whatever you i don't know how it works exactly it's like a card and anyway this girl is letting this young girl is letting all these people through with this pass and I was like hi can you come let my friends through but she doesn't speak English and she's like uh uh and I'm like I'm like doing all the gestures I'm like my friend (laughs) and then I go to point at Lily and she's not there anymore and I was like where the heck did my friend go and anyway out of the corner of my eye I just see Lily like (laughs) sprinting into this suspicious corner at like the Paris airport (laughs) and I just am like Never mind, found her, and these people well, are like, because, okay, goodbye. Well, because what happened was I had someone to sneak through, so I did. But then I heard someone yelling, hey, and so I just start sprinting. I yeah, because we've already running. paid our 60 euro fine for the day. We have no more cash. We, no are, cash. we don't have a card to pay our we're fine just, with. We're sprinting. We're running. We're. I was, I was like, I'm going to do this again. I ran. Didn't get caught, found Olivia, we got in a cab, and we didn't leave our Airbnb for the rest of our Paris trip. We were traumatized. And yeah, we had one more day in Paris. We didn't leave once. We didn't go out. It was The only highlight from our trip was when we got on the plane to go to Nice, which thank God we booked to go to Nice because our we original tri- France forever. We would have blacklisted French forever and re- you know, goes back to the something I said earlier where People were telling... We looked online after our trip in Paris because we're like, this is just not what we expected. France is too good of a reputation for that to be Paris. And all the... We were like, no way. And we go online and everyone's saying, Paris is not France. Paris is not France. I'm like, I don't know. And also our original uh, draft, if you will, for this trip was we meant to be in Paris for like... Oh, like eight days. Eight days, like more... Like, we weren't Long ever time. meant to come to Nice. We were meant to come to just Paris. And that was all we were going to do in France. And anyway, thank God we came to Nice. But the highlight is we got on our plane to Nice. And when we land, we, like, reviewed our B&B, which we gave, like, five stars. The B&B was nice. But the host, she goes, Olivia and her girlfriend were <laughs> adorable. And they were so nice to, like, yeah, it was just a very nice review. But I was like, oh, that must be mistranslation. Like, Olivia and her girlfriend. Like, it must mean, like, girl, spacebar, friend. But Lily, who speaks, like, a little, a little bit, bit of French. French. I know the basics. She did, Yeah, really she knows well. the basics. She's like, no, that's the word for girlfriend. And so we learnt throughout it all that while Paris was incredibly difficult for us, at least our Airbnb host was a bit of an ally. And, and to make it clear, we're not a couple. Because I know that people are going to think that. If you're anything like the people in our personal life, which, I mean, it's fair enough. Don't lick your (laughs) lips. Why did you lick your lips? Lily, this is what I'm talking about. That is horrible. Oh, my God. Don't look at me. Anyway. (laughs) I didn't 
We're mean not. To. You didn't mean to lick your lips. I didn't intentionally do it. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah. We're not gay for each other. We're not girlfriends. Um. Yeah. It would be a bit iconic <laughs> if we were, but we're not. So but we're not. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. But we, I feel like I need to make that clear when you're like, yeah, Airbnb House was an ally for us. I need to be like, just to be clear. Oh, yeah. That's why the story's funny. Cause it's that's why like, the story's funny. Because we're not girlfriends, but our Airbnb host was like, oh, they were just such a cute couple. And they was yada yada. And anyway, it just made us think about... How all the other B&Bs... Oh, then that got us thinking as well that the London B&B hosts... Might have been a bit we, homophobic. That we were talking about were like, why don't they like us? Because it doesn't make sense. Because all the reviews were like, these hosts are so nice. You have dinner with them. They're just so nice. Like, they're great to talk to. Yada, yada, yada. We couldn't figure out what these hosts had against us. We were like, what is it? Is it because mm. we're young? Like, there's an age gap. I don't get it. And then we left, and after seeing that review, we're like, do you think that the British B&B hosts thought we were gay or something? And so, if that's the case, we're just choosing to believe the more entertaining story, which is that our London B&B hosts were homophobic in Pride yes, Month. not in Pride. In Pride Month. I mean, it probably didn't help... Not that these people would know what Heartstopper is, but we're like coming home and be like, we got signed Heartstopper books. Oh my God. I don't think that's a heterosexual thing to do, but oh well. Anyway, now we are in Nice and I think it's safe to say that we we are loving Nice. We're leaving Nice in, in not tomorrow, but the day after. And we are heading to Venice in Italy. In Italy. So we have two more stops. We're spending a few... We're spending just over a week in Italy. Um, and then we go back to Australia. Um, or I go back to Australia. You're going to Australia. I'm going to Australia for the first time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So we've been having quite a good time so far. It's Nice is beautiful. Nice I would recommend... I the recommend transport nice. system is seamless. So good. It's so good. It doesn't take much to please us. The um, food is great. The food is great. The, the scenery is good. Yeah. It's fantastic. So The people are nice. And the people the can people speak, speak English. Yeah, everyone speaks English in Nice. It's wild. Um, the one thing that was good about Paris was if you go to the Eiffel Tower, there's a cafe nearby called... This is a very popular touristy thing, but it's called... Carrot, like C A R E double T E. If you go there, best can, hot chocolates ever. Best hot chocolates ever. It's the classic French hot chocolate where it's like the hot chocolate and the Chantilly cream. Bring and a lot of money. It's expensive. It's uh. expensive, but Paris is expensive. Paris nice is, expensive. is affordable. It's, nice is quite affordable. Yeah. The other thing we quite enjoyed about Paris, we went to the Palace of Versailles, which we love. Oh my god, yeah, we, we love, love the yeah. Palace of Versailles. We lost our legs in the process because we walked I, like almost 30,000 steps in one day. It was a lot. I think in total, my Apple steps told me that uh, we walked 18 kilometers in one day. To go to the Palace of Versailles. Which, I don't know about you, but that's like the most steps I think I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I had to. Because I learned about the Palace of Versailles in school quite a bit. Olivia had no idea what it was. I had no idea what it was. No idea what it was. I really had to talk her into it. I was like, can we please go to the Palace of Versailles? But it takes like quite a few. It's like a whole day thing, pretty much. And she was like, Lily, a whole day to this palace. And I was like, Olivia. Yeah, I was like, for the rich. I was, I was like, like, absolutely Olivia, please, not. Please, please, Olivia. And turns out it was pretty much the only thing we actually liked. 
in Paris. Because everything else is quite underwhelming. The Louvre was so lame. Don't oh, go to the Louvre. Oh my god, Louvre. it's so lame. The, the only kind of cool thing was there with the like Napoleon the Third apartments, which so he was the first only, prime minister. He was the first prime minister, but we only really found that cool, I think, because we went to Versailles and we kind of learned about, about all the different Napoleons, Napoleons and, and everything. Yeah, that was the only reason that was cool. Um, but Versailles was then, beautiful. Versailles was stunning. We, we found out I was Marie Antoinette in my in past, past life. life. <laughs> don't ask any questions about that. Um, I highly encourage you, if you don't know the Palace of Versailles, to definitely go read like the history of the Palace of Versailles. It's quite cool. It's, I mean, it's it, a lot to do with the French Revolution. Like, go read about the French Revolution. It's actually... One it's the one thing about school I actually found it. I mean, even as well, like I don't know. I feel like everyone's traveling, so I also feel implied that to talk to people as if they are traveling too. If you do ever end up going to Paris or something, you don't have to know about the stuff to go to Versailles because Lily went knowing all the history of Versailles kind of already from but school. But I explained it to you before we went. Yeah, a little when bit. When we were walking in. <laughs> a little bit. And then... But you definitely don't have to know it, but, like... Yeah, but my point is, I went in not knowing anything. Lily explained a bit to me. And, honestly, it's going in, kind of not knowing anything. I feel like it almost made it more special because I was like, what the heck is this? Like, why is this here? And then, I honestly, after, even yesterday... I was watching videos about Marie Antoinette being like, what is, what is this queen? What the heck? And I've been learning stuff about it and it's really cool. And it's, I, it's, a, it's yeah. a really cool piece of French history and the Palace of Versailles dates back a really long time and then really ended with the French Revolution was just a really big thing. And so. they've just like preserved it really well. It it's well. like so it random. A, it was a beautiful place. But everything else in France is very underwhelming. The Louvre sucked. The Eiffel France. Or Paris. Sorry. Paris, Paris, Paris. Yeah. The Louvre sucked. The Eiffel Tower was just, like, there. Like, I don't know. It's exactly what you would think. Like, it looks... You have not been deceived by I mean, photos. We, we couldn't get tickets to go up to the top or anything. But, it, yeah, we just... So, we just kind of had to look at it and be like, well, there it is. Okay, bye. Yeah, and then, I mean, it was, it was yeah. fine. The one thing is, as well, we did book tickets for the Saint-Chapelle or whatever. But um, we forgot to go. But we just forgot to go, which was on us. So I'm still kind of, like, pressed. shocked that and, like, pressed that we forgot that because... Well, if there's anything like the rest of Paris, it was probably underwater. Um, But it looked really cool in the photos and maybe that would have been, like, another highlight, too, in Paris. Oh, we did walk by this. What? I'm like, I I know this building. I pointed this out to you. I was like, this looks exactly like Westminster Abbey. You probably weren't listening to me. Okay, you don't have to say it like that. See, it kind of looks like the outside of Westminster Abbey. I don't Abbey. remember that one at all. Anyway. Uh, I pointed it out to you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't listening. Um, we, we went by it. Yeah, but now we're in Nice and we're just going to the beach and we're eating f- good food every day. And, oh my God, we had like this breakfast like airbnb airbnb experiences everyone is the way to go there's just so much fun stuff oh sorry Uh, speaking to the mic oh yeah she's giving the mic to me thank you um yeah airbnb experiences is the way to go everything like that's been really really fun on this trip and like unique and memorable it's been an airbnb experience so if you're gonna go anywhere do that don't do the classic touristy stuff no just go on airbnb experiences which will have the classic touristy stuff, but just do it there because you get to meet new people who are like in the same boat as you and it's usually just a lot better and it's more fun. Yeah. So we've had a great time in Nice. Um, 
we'll probably make another podcast episode when we're back in australia probably or who knows the shadow me on book related notes the shadow me podcast which is lily explaining go up next week or something i am talking and do it <laughs> okay um, but yeah the shadow me podcast which is lily explaining the plot of shadow me to me that do we you remember the plot of shadow me um adam is okay poo, <laughs> aaron is hot yeah juliet not like the other girls see us next week maybe we'll get that episode up yeah if you give me your laptop i'll edit it myself but it just needs to be yours because you messed up your audio when did I do that? When Remember, did I... it, your audio wouldn't open on any other devices. Ah, uh, yes. It also, my yeah. On, it also, could only be opened on your laptop. Yeah. Also, my laptop's been thriving in Europe as so well. Yeah. If you give me your laptop, I'm fine to edit the episode. I just can't do it on my devices. Okay. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that w- that'll come up. We'll do it like on the plane or something. Um. Or Lily Well or whatever. <laughs> or Lily Well. Or Lily Well. And yeah, who knows? Maybe that'll be the last time we ever do a podcast where we have to do the separate the editing audios. Separate yeah. uh, this is behind the scenes stuff that you guys probably don't care about. Um. But yeah, it's been great catching up. We hope you're all doing well. You're all like happy, healthy, safe. We should leave a little Q and A and be like, who else is on holiday because it feels like everyone and their fucking mother is in europe right now or something yeah yeah um also i'm trying to convince olivia to get on reading daisy jones on the six and if she does we can make an episode about that when we get back because i read it i hate you <laughs> yeah I, uh, why do you have to hold me accountable so if we come back and we're making an episode and it's not about daisy jones on the six it means she's failed what can i say i'm a failure yeah that's exactly what we're all saying we're all <laughs> saying it, are we? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of something, but I'm not gonna say Wait. it on it. No. Can you tell me after we turn this off? Yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna go now so I can hear what she's gotta say. Okay. Sorry, it's nothing against you guys, but it's probably just too gay for her to say on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Um. Bye bye. Bye bye.